Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is Danny and Dusty. Merangatang is going to be a thing. You're not coining anything new. With Danny Merang and Dusty, the fan man Hera. All throws and monkey sounds in there called go. The old like Danny Merang pie. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The fan. Good afternoon. <laughs> Love is in the air. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Indeed. How are we doing on this Wednesday? I'm doing good. We doing good? Yeah. Wow. Good. That's, a, that's, a, that's a look for you. Yeah. Some of us are doing better than others. Mm. Uh, Jeff Rust is here today, and what a special day it is for Jeff Rust. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back. Yeah. You were ducking us yesterday. <laughs> you didn't yeah. want to admit what was happening today. Hey, I'm here. I pay off my bets. It is today is the payoff day for the Pac-12 Bull Pick'em Challenge that we did, mm. where Jeff Russ finished in a distant third place. Yeah, it wasn't close. It really wasn't. The drama was out of it. I tried to on the unveiling of the Bull Pick'em finale. I tried to. I think like the first add drama, but there day was none. Or so, there was none. Yeah, there I, were, there was bad. Yeah. It was very bad. It was bad. Um, but you took last place, and the bet was. You had to grow out facial hair for a full month. You had to have a mustache for That's a month. That's typically an issue for me. But. M- mustache bet. Had, had, had to have a nice palette to work with. There, actually, the drama was who got to shave the mustache mm. between you and me, Danny. Mm. And it was a couple of games that we got away from us at the end. And I, I ended it. up having the, the, the honors. honor to shave Jeff Russ's mustache any way I saw fit. I think I'm happy it went the way it went mm. that you won. No, you want to know why? Because Danny had the exact same thought <laughs> that I had. <laughs> we we both came together on this. We went You you both were going to go reverse, huh? Everybody yeah. everybody, everybody assumed because Danny planted the seed very early that you were going to have Hitler stash too. Oh. Yeah. And so I was like I, I we, we we both did a what do you think and I went reverse Hitler. And yes. Yes, that's exactly it. <laughs> Because when everybody expects the Hitler stash, I went, no. So you have, uh, for just the radio listeners, you have only your handlebars. Your Fu Manchu is is down. Michael Jordan, he already pulled off the Hitler stash in the Haynes commercial. You know what he can't pull off? That right there. Nobody has tried to pull that off Jeff Rust. And you have that going on your face right now. You you look like a you know the kid who always has like the Kool Aid ring around his lips in the summertime. <laughs> You're that kid, but it's just hair around your face. Hey, look, I gotta say, it 
It could be worse. It it, it could. It could be worse. I mean, I mean, I'm not making any stops on the way home, but you know. It could be worse. I think you should. So for those watching on YouTube.com slash 1080 AM, The Fan, uh, you can see Jeff Rust with his reverse Hitler stash where it's just the middle shaved. He's got a nice little racing stripe down there. Well, and I believe Danny does have the footage and also a photo, so I'm sure that'll probably get posted on the socials as well. well. The photo is going up right now. Yeah. And you know what it reminds me of? Parks and Recreation. You've seen Parks and Rec? (laughs) Where Ron Swanson gets together with Tammy too, and <laughs> his mustache is missing in the middle. <laughs> he says it was rubbed raw. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> How do you know what went on in my house last night? <laughs> that, that's uh, you got the Swanson Tammy two stash going on. <laughs> Tammy two stash. That's, that, a, that's got a ring to it. I feel like that's a good like we, punk band. Name we went now. with the uh, racing stripe has upset the German special. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! <What? Yeah>. <laughs> wow, Good Lord wow. Zinghal, <laughs> jeez! <laughs> we have uh, to pull out the old uh, Laura Ingram here. <laughs> it doesn't look as bad on the YouTube stream as I thought it would, but then again, I'm wearing. Yeah, no, it looks bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, look, sorry. It, you literally have rose tinted glasses on. Yeah. I, I, I'm wearing my rose colored glasses. I'm wearing my yeah. Valentine's glasses today. Still, I am still a handsome devil, but what are you gonna do? Yeah, you are. Your wife did uh, message me on Facebook, mm-hmm. um, and I expect no was she, less. Was she, was she begging for kindness? Oh no, 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 no! Quite the contrary. <laughs> oh, quite the contrary. Your beautiful bride, Amanda, <laughs> sent me. You better give Jay a hard time because he sa- shaved his head and trimmed his grow out. <laughs> and mm. I was like, yeah. I will not. I'm happy with what you did because if you would have come in and not shaved, here were my options. Yeah, I'm glad you had the handlebars because I had the reverse going. That was yeah. that was. I had to give you something to work with. One. So I'm glad you went handlebars there because it really accentuates it. But yes. if you were to come back with a beard, I was going to shave half of your face. Yeah, well, I'm you would have just had half of your face. Partly manicured. I, I I might be lazy, but you knew I was going to come in with a clean slate. You know? Yeah, you did it. Mm. Yeah. You did it. You did it, my man. <laughs> well, we're here. We're here on this Valentine's Day. Thank you for being a part of our day, letting us be a part of yours. Uh, we've got a big one today. We do. Uh, in te- uh, eight minutes from now, we'll be joined by, for my money, one of the best comedians. He's he's on the he's in the top three, if not number one, comedians going right now. No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Bill Burr will be joining us at twelve fifteen. He just cracks my ass up. He is so funny. He's he, look, man. Uh, he's the Hulk of comedians. He's just always angry. He, he is great, and, and I love it. You know what re- he reminds me of? And mm. I want to I want to ask him about this because I've seen interviews and stuff that he's done in the past. But that anger and mm-hmm. where that anger comes from is is fantastic. And he fits in sports radio because yes, he he says he's the drunk guy at the, at the, at the bar. Well, he's also a sports guy. He, he, Big time. You, you two can bromance over Tom Brady for a little bit. I will. Cause he's a Patriots guy. Well, of course he's from Massachusetts. Yeah. He's, he's gotta be. Is that, is that by, is that like part of the, like the birth certificate? I think, yeah, it does. Yeah. I think anybody born after 2001 mm. definitely has like Tom Brady, Bill Belichick or, Patriots on, on your birth certificate somewhere. I think it's signed by. Before Tom Brady. that, you have like a terrible Patriot Pat tattoo statue somewhere. 
yeah, the brand you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You have like Russ Francis, or you know, um, you can go Steve Grogan, <laughs> Patriot Pat. Like it's it wasn't great. Nothing before that was. The list great. is not great. Uh, yeah, I mean, we had our moments. Drew Bledsoe was fantastic. He took them to a Super Bowl. Oh, sure. They got mopped in that yeah. Super Bowl. And then what happened? <laughs> and then he got hurt, and yeah. Thomas Edward Brady took over, and he was in the Little Angels, sprinkling touchdowns all over the field. But we'll have Bill Burr coming up uh, at 12.15 today. We've got to get to all things sports. The Chiefs are having a parade. Kansas City's having a parade today. Mm-hmm. And they're going off the rails already. They really are. Which is great. That's the way well, it's supposed they to happen. should. That's what it's for. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And say say things that you will hundred percent regret tomorrow. Shouldn't be. A oh, we've already had Kelsey. one. Mm. Yeah. No, it's not Travis Kelsey. No, no. It's spoiler alert. It's not Travis no. Kelsey right now. Did they put a microphone in front of Jackson Mahomes? No. Did you see that? Did you have you seen the video of Jackson Mahomes trying to get into the uh, the VIP section of the the Chiefs after party in Vegas? They, please tell me he got denied. Brittany Mahomes tried to get him in with security, and security just looked at him and goes, "No." <laughs> And then Brittany goes, eh, and then she does like some weird like little dance. He tried to get in. They said, mm, no, not today, man. Not today. That, that tick- security guard. That tickles me. Is, That's fantastic. A hero. Yes. He's a hero. He's he's doing everybody else a giant favor. <laughs> Love it. Love yeah, it. I think it was like, if you, you've seen the Taylor Swift, Kanye beef that they got going on right now. Yeah, the, 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 apparently, you know, Kanye was going to try to sabotage Taylor at the Super Bowl. Did you see that? Yeah, he was oh, trying to gone over well. He was trying to buy up all the seats in, in front, front of, of her, her suite, yeah. and so he would be there because he needs more attention. Yeah. But she said no, and <laughs> just ask him. He's saying she got him kicked out of the the, the the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, yeah. Do do we forget what Kanye did as she was giving a speech for album of the year when yeah. he came up and and took the award, took and the mic, and Beyonce? Yeah, it should have been Beyonce's award. Which <laughs> hey, Beyonce should have an award. Yeah. But that's not the time or place no. to do it. So yeah, I I don't mind Taylor Swift doing that. No. He's full crazy. Yeah, He's no, full he, crazy. Yeah, you don't you don't go full crazy. Never you, go full. crazy. You don't marry a woman and then divorce her and then go marry the like AI created version of her down the road. Good boy. Yeah. Good boy. <laughs> just saying. Yeah, and he did. He did just that, and then uh, prayed her around wearing literally nothing. Nothing. Um, nothing on. All right. Uh, we got to get to it. Bill Burr's going to join us uh, in five minutes from now. So, without further ado, uh, he has a show coming up in Moda next week, February 22nd. And uh, before that happens, he decided he was going to come on with two chuckleheads in Portland. Comedian Bill Burr, next on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Exciting and new. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Twelve sixteen on your Wednesday. Jeff Rust with the love theme music today on Valentine's Day. Joining us now, uh, he's got a show coming up at Moda Center on February 22nd, and he's kind enough to join us now. Uh, he's an actor, comedian, one of the best, if not the best comedians in the business right now, and he joins us. Bill Burr, kind enough to join us. Bill, thanks for taking time, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for playing the Love Boat theme. I love that. <laughs> Exciting and new. You know, here's I, aboard. <laughs> we were talking the about... The old doctor will try to bang you. It's the 70s. All this behavior is so normal. Um, you know what's great about that show is that guy, Gopher. The guy who played Gopher knew enough the fact that he played five seasons, a guy named Gopher, that meant your acting career was over and he became like a senator. He's like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not shaking Gopher. It's over. You can't make it in Hollywood, so you're going to become a politician then, huh? <laughs> that, that, no, he did make it. But once you play, back in the day, when you played a character where you were just like, you didn't have a real name, Screech, Gopher, Potsy, it was done. You had to start directing or become a senator, one or the other. <laughs> I absolutely love it, man. I absolutely love it. Bill, we were debating this the other day, knowing you were coming on. What is what is the appropriate level of fame that if you can if you're if you're obviously wildly famous and you've kind of grown through the years in level of fame. What was your kind of like favorite position of fame where it was like, this is the sweet spot. I can have all the things I want, but also not deal with any of the nonsense. Oh, I've been there for a long time. You know, the great thing about being a bald ginger is you're only going to get so famous. <laughs> so you can stay at a nice, <laughs> you can stay. I don't have to worry about having Brad Pitt fame. So, um, you know, I stay at a nice, uh, you know, I have, I have a great life and I work when I want to work and I do what I want to do. And I joke about what I want to joke about. And if people don't want to do it, then it's like, all right, I'll do it with somebody else. And yeah. I mean, I've, I've kind of set myself up a long time ago by, you know, talking about what I wanted to talk about. I, I it, uh, it led me to where I'm supposed to be. You know, and you're talking about gopher and you kind of get stuck in some some roles. How do you pick and choose what you do? Because you, you are, you got your hand in kind of everything, man. You you have F is for Family on, on Netflix. You've been uh, Coach Bobson on, on Reservation Dogs, which is an awesome show on Hulu. But, like, you also dip into 
you know, King of Staten Island, which is is an awesome movie, and you and Pete Davidson, I, I thought was an incredible film. But what did you, how do you kind of pick and choose what you want to do? Because a lot of it, you've started creating yourself now. Um, well, the stuff that I don't do, I've gotten really lucky <laughs> where I got to, to kind of parrot troop and do a couple of episodes of like really great shows. Um, Chappelle show, Breaking Bad, um, just stuff like that, or just getting, getting to be in like a Judd Apatow, Pete Davidson movie, or like John Favreau with the Mandalorian, um, Rick working with Rick Famuyiwa. Like I, I don't, you know, sometimes I, I, I don't know how those, a lot of that stuff is just luck. A lot of it is just sort of doing what you do and people become fans of what you do. And hopefully they, they, they put you in there. That's how it works for stuff that I don't write. But the stuff that I write is, you know, it's pretty, it's not that hard. It's just like the, 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 the intel that you get by going to all 50 states and performing in front of people is you, you get a, a undeniable, like, uh, statistics about what is funny, what isn't, where the line is, how to do all of this stuff, as opposed to like people in my business who just are living out here in LA. I mean, you're in a bubble and you're just sort of guessing. Um, so comedians have a, a big time advantage of that. And I think that that's why a lot of the stuff that I've, I've done my, on my own has been received so well, because I didn't really need to do a, uh, a screening. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. I, I knew what the general public would, I knew, I knew what they think is funny. And I, I, you know, I talk to people after shows. I kind of know where people's heads are at enough that I can, you know, uh, you know, serve up a nice big softball, like, uh, old dads. I knew that that movie yeah. was going to kill. <laughs> that was exactly where I was going to go. The, 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 the idea of like how much that kind of fed into old dads. My, my wife and I were dying laughing. We were talking about pre-show the the car pickups, the, the pickup line. I have lived that life. <laughs> and just how oh, dude, there was stuff that we actually <laughs> joked about and then it ended up happening at my kid's school and I was like, oh my god, they're going to think I was making fun of them. I, <laughs> I was just guessing like, you know that the Dr. Elometer, where the Dr. L was, like, pointing the amount of money that she wanted to raise? <laughs> yes. And, Mike, and, like, we did that, and we were in the middle of editing it. And then, like, uh, all of a sudden, my school, rather than having, like, the, the, the principal pointing at it, they did have, like, a thermometer for each <laughs> class. And, yes. you know, I did a stand-up show, so I was, like, going, like, our class should be all the way up to the top, <laughs> the amount of money that me and this other uh, this other uh, musician, he he opened. He played songs, and I did jokes. We raised all this money, and our class was still like halfway up. We're like, dude, this is BS, man. <laughs> we reached our quota. They're just they're just no matter what you do, they're gonna have you chasing it. They, so they just gave you the bigger thermometer, and then they just kept everybody else's lower on the scale, just knowing what was going on. No, they just didn't color it in. <laughs> just make it, you're not there yet. You're not there yet. It's annoying. Bill Burr is our guest. He has got a show coming up at Moda Center next week, February 22nd, uh, is where you could catch him live at Moda Center. Uh, your stand-up act is it's incredible. And I find you, you said, you know, the bald ginger part, and you kind of get wound up when you're on stage. And I know you're a big fan of him, but, Sam Kennison is, if in for my money, one of the greatest entertainers on stage. In the way that he would used to get wound up too, where he'd be like, 
the the Pee Wee Herman joke gets me every time where he's like, oh, Nurse Nancy, Nurse Nancy! And he just starts screaming and yelling. How much do you draw from the, the comics that you grew up in watching? Well, I was definitely a huge fan of Kinison, but, like, Kinison had... Uh, he just had a whole other gear where it was like, you know, a lot of times they like to pretend when a comedian comes out, like, oh, boy, we don't know what he's going to do. You know, hold on to your comedy hats, you know, and, like, this is sort of, like... Very safe danger. Like this guy's gonna say some nutty things. Yeah. With Sam, like you literally like the the fear was real. You <laughs> <laughs> had no idea what he was gonna do. And I think a lot of times probably he didn't. It seemed like a lot of it was sort of like feeding off the mood of the crowd. And I heard some wild stories of him, you know, back in New York, uh doing late night shows at Dangerfields, Tony who used to run the place before it finally closed during COVID. He told me some crazy stories. So, like, I mean, you know, it's like one of those things. It's like he definitely was an influence on me, but, like, I, I did in no way, shape, or form could I ever do what that guy did. That guy was a master. Not to mention, before he ever was a comedian, he had all of that um, performance experience of being, like, a preacher and then the hypocrisy of religion and then your ability to manipulate people and all of that type of stuff. Like all of that was just, I felt was feeding his, his, uh, comedy. That was, that was, uh, it's an indescribable loss to, to stand up when he passed. Well, pivoting to something a, l- a little nicer in the sense of, uh, checking in on, on the Boston sports fan that you are, where, where are yes. you, where are you following the, uh, the latest Patrick Mahomes Super Bowl chase as he uh, is chasing your, your goat, Thomas Edward Brady. Um, well, I think he definitely has the tools to do it. And I think they're a great organization. The only thing I would be worried about with them is Andy Reed's age. So like, you know, Belichick was like in his early fifties when Tom first won and then, you know, stuck around for 20 years into his early seventies. Um, their coach is already 65. So that would be the only thing because to go on a run like that, you know, the QB is going to get all the glory, but you need the whole thing. You need the players, you need the coach, and you need the ownership. And right now the Chiefs have that. So I don't see anything stopping them. And I also think that Mahomes has, he has that drive. Like he's not going to be satisfied with three. So you have that. So the only thing I would be worried about is if, you know, in five, six years, Andy Reid wants to retire. But, like, trying to trying to win seven, man, is, 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 is pretty is, – it's, yeah, it's pretty nuts. But um, the game has also changed. The game has also yeah. changed where a, a quarterback can, like, be healthy for that long. I mean, they used to just absolutely just – like – Guys like Steve Grogan, like he, I just remembered, like you would see, like he would wait to the last second to throw the ball, and you just see him fly out of the right side of your your TV as they followed the ball. I mean, he got so beat up on those astroturfs and everything. Like Steve Grogan, like the last three years he played, he literally had a neck brace like sewn into his, his uniform. And Bob Greasy and all of those, Dan Pastorini, uh, what's his face, uh, Terry Bradshaw, Joe Montana. Joe Montana, that hit he took against the Giants, they thought they killed him. It's just like, 
you know, so I, I can't even, like, if people say that, you know, Tom's the greatest of all time, it's just like, you know, obviously, you know, the argument's there, but, like, I don't, you know, it took Joe Montana four attempts to win four Super Bowls, and they were beating the living hell out of him on AstroTurf when he was on the road. And I feel like the 49ers got rid of him too soon, but they did have Steve Young. But, you know, he definitely could have got five, maybe six, if they stayed with him. If you saw, he went to the Chiefs with Marcus Allen, and they made the playoffs and everything. So it's really hard to kind of uh, compare errors. But I think the way that they protect quarterbacks now and the, and and then also Tom Brady showing sort of the body that you need. It isn't that, you know, roided up body. He was sort of more <laughs> like Pilates lean, you know, type of thing. You know, I saw, um, I saw uh, an NFL quarterback recently, I'm not going to name any names because I just, I don't like doing that, but I saw this guy and I was really surprised that he was leaner than he was bulky. And, you know, he's all, you know, they're all six, five, six, six. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, this guy looks more like a basketball player than he does a, uh, a football player. But I, I just think that there's, there's, there's a lot out there that is in Patrick Mahomes favor to, to come really close to it. But it's just as a sports fan, like I never root against greatness, even if you're going to pass one of my players that played for one of my teams. I, I don't care. I just, I like seeing, you got to have that great team. Everybody's trying to knock off. Look, uh, I'm a Patriots fan as well, and I have said this about this past year and really last two years of being a Patriots fan is like, especially this season, it was usually when you say your your team is making you feel like a kid again, it's because you have those joyous moments. This year felt like being a kid again because the Patriots just weren't good, <laughs> and that it was it one felt of those like Sullivan Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was it was brutal at times. Just be like, well, yeah, here we go again. We're just going to get our heads beat in, but. Now we have, I want to get your thoughts on Gerard Mayo, and we got Mac Jones for now. How do you feel about mm-hmm. the future of our Pats? I feel good about, well, listen, I will say this. Um, you got to give Robert Kraft credit. I would say as an owner, the first three coaching hires, I don't think anybody's ever done it better. Bill Parcells, Pete Carroll, Bill Belichick. So I think he knows, you know, how to pick a coach. And what I also liked was how clean it was it was like Belichick stepped down and we immediately had a replacement they ripped the band-aid off it wasn't this long drawn out embarrassing thing they didn't embarrass Belichick he was ready to go like you know I mean one of the things that people forget about Belichick is not only did he do what he did for 20 years he did it with second round draft picks like we weren't we never went for that blue chip guy and um you know, we played that game forever, and then eventually the fountain just kind of ran dry. And I like that our new coach is played the game. I think he's going to be a player's coach, but hopefully a disciplinarian, because historically I don't like a player's coach because I think sometimes they suffer a need to be liked when they need to be, you know. It's like the dad that wants to be friends with his kid rather than being a dad. So I hope we don't run into that, but – I think a change was needed, and, um, you know, hopefully we draft some offensive linemen so we can actually see what Mac Jones can do because that kid's been running for <laughs> yep. his life his whole career. Yep. Bill, I'm, I'm wondering, I have some friends in stand-up, and the the thing that they've talked about a lot is over the last couple of years is how crowds are different and how you go about things differently, just like the, the post-COVID world. Is, is there Has there been any kind of change in how – 
you either your your delivery or how you prepare or how crowds react. Just not even just because of COVID, no, that's just, all that's... a myth. It never changed. It okay. just was. It changed at like Hollywood award shows and some college campuses or maybe in New York City. Everybody got all like, and it was all BS. Everyone was. It wasn't like they didn't find the same stuff funny. They just were trying not to get in trouble. So. Huh. You kind of dealt with that, but, you know, every place else. That's why I knew old dads was going to kill. I was just like, I'm on the road. People are still laughing at this stuff. People never stop laughing at this stuff. And we're not, um, we're not, you know, I'm not being, like, racist. I'm not, like, being malicious or homophobic. But I, I'm just, you know, the old dads, we were like these harmless idiots <laughs> who were trying to be better guys. But it's not, it's not like we were threatening. We were just dummies. So, you know. <laughs> That's why we, we scored really high with, like, women. Like, they really liked it. So I think, you know, something always happens politically or in the entertainment world, and then corporate lawyers overreact, and then studios get – they just way overcorrect. And, and it's – none of it is done to make society better. It's all about them protecting their jobs and trying to make sure they still make money and they don't get fired. Like, they don't they – don't, all of these groups they pretend to care about – they care about one group, green. They care about money. That's all they care about. They don't care about anybody, just like politicians. I love it. Bill Burr, he's going to be in Moda Center February 22nd. That is next week. We appreciate the time, man. Love old dads because uh, we stick the landing even though we step in it so many times through and through. Uh, we really appreciate you taking a few minutes for us, man. Thank you. No worries, and I appreciate you guys helping me sell those last two tickets. Thank hey, you so much. Hey, no problem, Bill. It. Selfishly, I'll see you there the, the 22nd. That's My wife right. and I will be there. We're really excited you're coming to town, man, and uh, thanks Beautiful. for taking the time. All right, come back and say hello. <laughs> Absolutely. There he is, Bill Burt, Moda Center, February 22nd. That dude, uh, I mean, you, you think about it, you could just kind of go anywhere with him, you know? Oh, yeah. And just get it. I think that we now have Jeff Rust. There's a new um, – we have a new open I think we need to do. The Ginger. It is. No, it's Bill Burr singing the Love Boat theme. That's true. With Je- you can do a du- duet with Bill Burr. Exciting and new. <laughs> Said something about a doctor in there. I feel bad. I stepped on it. Good. I was just laughing. I, I didn't know how long he was going. I was too. He just, he, I mean, he, was, he, he did it perfectly. It was great. I mean, that's it's Bill Burr, man. Think about that in all of the different changes that you go through and what he's seen over his time as being a comedian, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he has, but setting that kind of tone, like what he said there at the end is like, he has his alley. And the myth is that if you are worried about what you're going to say, whatever, yeah, then you're going to be caught not, up in it's, it. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. No. Like, that's the, like what Chappelle has been going through. And yes. like what he said is like, he's not saying hurt, hateful and hurtful things. No. Chappelle has said some hateful and hurtful things to the LGBTQ community. Sure. But as long as you're not malicious to anybody in particular and you're just calling it as you see it and it's genuine, I, I think that that's where the myth of everything is getting is caught up and all blown yes. out of proportions. Cause there's also time and place, right? A yeah. word show time and place. For everything, you go to a Bill Burr show, you know what you're getting yourself into. Exactly. I mean, I, I went to uh, Burt Kreischer's show. What was that a month and a half, two months ago? And yeah, there were burp, 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 burp. a lot of lines were crossed. But you know what? It's funny as hell. We didn't bring up to him that uh, one of my favorite scenes of his also inspired one of our 
favorite weekly segments on this show. Or? Or. Oh, yeah. Or. Are you or Or. are you not a knock? God, I always... God, we definitely should have run that. And if you have not seen Old Dads yet, it is one of the... I mean, as a parent who goes through drop-off line, who goes through a lot of the... The... The the politics of a school, the party oh, prep, boy. it's just everything was on fantastic. Steroids. I it's mean, everything on like it's everything amped up a little bit, but you're like, I've been there, I lived that. Yeah. Pick up, yeah, I can't park right here for five seconds. That what am I going to do here? That is impeding anything that anybody's trying to get done around me. The snitches Nothing. in your lives. Oh, I will say though, as somebody who has been through the uh, drop off line a few times, I get pissed the hell off when people don't do it right. Mm. See, here you are, here you are. What right you're saying here. is you're one of the you're one of the bad parents. Yeah, call me Karen. Damn, you can't say that with that mustache, I bro. Mean, <laughs> well, to be honest, if I if I picture a Karen, that's you know, she's probably, she's probably got one. She's of probably two. needs a big. <laughs> All right, exactly. Um, hey, a little wax there. What uh, this is this, uh, an interesting day going on in Kansas City right now. We'll get to that after Rust with Sports Center. All right, special thanks to Bill Burr. He joined us uh, far longer than I think he thought he was going to, but uh, he was great. He was. he was great the whole time. Yeah. Um, that that's a it's a pros pro right there. It is. It's a pros pro. Uh, we have a Super Bowl parade that is wrapped up in Kansas City, and uh, there is you know breaking news out of that, and it isn't the kind that we want to be talking about here. As uh, police have arrested two armed shooters at Union Station in Kansas City after they opened fire. Reports are that multiple people were struck. Uh, Reports out of the NFL network, and uh, they were saying that they were broadcasting live from out in front of Union Station. And as they were broadcasting, the authorities came up, said, get underneath the stage. You had multiple broadcast crews that were, at the time, celebrating the Chiefs' back-to-back Super Bowl victories. And they had to go to commercial break, about 10 minutes of commercials on FS1 before they broke into a Fox News report. Two armed shooters uh, opening fire in Union Station at the Chiefs Super Bowl celebration. Um, Absolutely heinous. Yes. And when you think of these things that happen, I mean, this isn't political. This isn't gun control. This isn't any of those things. We need to do right by others in this country, and I think it's far too far too many times that we have to go through this, and there's going to be fighting, bickering back and forth. We need to do right by others and, and put the political things aside in all of this and start talking about people, man, because yeah. there's... We we are talking about the loss of life and people opening fire in large groups, and for what? For exactly, exactly, exactly. This is. It's going to come out that it has nothing to do with. Are we still on? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. Our, yeah. Our power in here kind of went off. Our yeah. lights went off. We got some fail safes. Okay. Yep. There's generators and such. Oh, wow. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Our power just went out. But it, this is. I mean, un. 
unspeakable acts are are continuing to happen across our country and it it happens time and time again man and we need to start having these conversations about the people the people that are harmed by these acts the people that are committing these acts and what is leading this to happen it's there's now, tragic in every single sense there's been an update one person dead nine hurt wounded uh there are now three people in custody god i can't i can't imagine think of that you're going to a a super bowl parade to celebrate your city a team that you follow something that everybody rallies behind and something like this happens. And yet we, we have it happen time and time again. And it is, it's unthinkable yet. We think about it all the time because it continues to happen. Uh, man. Cause we were doing, you know, we planned to come out and talk about the parade and fun and back to Mahomes, the celebration of saying it. very dumb things. Like nobody believed in us. And, you know, instead it's this. And all, all of the conversations are going to get bogged down by... The political machinations by pol- of it all. Well, yeah, and things that people are refusing to budge on. Yeah. Instead of having honest and open conversations about what is actually happening in our country. Yeah. And continuing to happen in our country. Uh, man, I, I can't imagine being the people who are affected by this. I can't imagine being, you know, because I think of I, I think of this, and like my mind goes to. I would be pulling my kids out of school. We would be going down, and we'd be going to celebrate the Portland Trailblazers if if they ever win a a title, and there would never be a thought in my mind that something like this would happen, and there shouldn't be a thought in anybody's mind that something like this is going to happen. Yet here we are, again. Um, in this one at a, a Super Bowl parade. That's the thing is how many you know people are about it, it makes it this is not the right phrasing, but I'm saying it anyways because I'm ignorant otherwise. It, it's a day of celebration, which makes it almost worse. Not that it would that that it no, would be it, any no, no, any no, no. better in your under your circumstance. It just no, it, it doesn't matter if it's you know at a school or in a public place yeah. or at a parade like you're saying. But this is supposed to be like yeah, this is supposed to be the celebration coming a com- together, a community like, coming literally yeah. coming together. Yes, and that's just like that just seems to take it to another level of like, come on, what what are we doing here? Yeah. Um, all right, we will uh, we'll keep we'll keep you updated on on anything uh, any new developments that do happen um, in this, and we will we will talk about um, the Super Bowl celebration that they did have as well. But uh, that's the latest update: nine wounded, one presumed dead, three suspects in custody in Kansas City after shots fired in Union Station uh, following the Chiefs Super Bowl parade. All right, it is 12.47 on the fan. It's time for a pro football report. The inside story on America's favorite sport. Brought to you on the fan by the Farmer's Dog. Fresh, human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. All right, as we talk about uh, the Super Bowl winners, their parade and the tragedy that happened in Kansas City today, uh, there's also news out of San Francisco, the team that lost in Super Bowl 58. They have fired their defensive coordinator, Steve Wilkes, um, after 
a defense that was one of the top three in the National Football League throughout the regular season, had their warts in the divisional round and conference championship, but I thought they played a pretty damn good game in Super Bowl 58. Holding Patrick Mahomes at 19 in regulation is now grounds to get you fired. Yeah, and if you if you think about it uh, as well, the timeout that they the two timeouts that the 49ers had to use apparently that did not sit well with Kyle Shanahan. This pro football report on the fan is brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Fresh human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. Baby, when I think about you, I think about love. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. All right, uh, 1252. Uh, but as we see more and more of this news coming out of Kansas City, I, like we gotta, we've got to talk about this because look, this is something that it it is pissing me off, and it makes me so upset that we have to go through this all the time. The latest update out of Kansas City is that uh, multiple children now being are, are being treated as a result of the shooting and chaos that ensued at Union Station following the Chiefs' Super Bowl parade. Ten people shot. One uh, report has one dead, nine injured. We can't continue to do this. We can't continue to have these conversations. And when the hell is enough going to be enough? And when are we going to actually address what is going on? Like, I, I, it really it, it bothers me so damn much that we have to see this time and time again, whether it's in our own backyard or that somewhere else. And it's like, uh, you know, you always say, God, oh, somewhere else. And you kind of put it in the back of your mind. You said it best, Danny, when you said like, this is supposed to be a time of celebration. And we can't even, we can't even have that anymore. No. Like this is, I mean, somebody near and dear to the, to the fan family. Steve Forsythe died at the Clackamas town center shooting. Yeah. You know, you you guys all know him as the father of Alex Forsyth, who now plays for the Denver Broncos and played for the Oregon Ducks. But Steve worked for Odyssey when it was Intercom back in Mm -hmm. the day. And his wife, Carla, worked here for several years after um, his passing. And to see front and center how that affects, how that affected their family. And continues to, and not just their family, but the community, mm-hmm. because he was such a big part of of the West Lynn community. His story hits so close to home to everybody that worked here and, and and works here. And it these tragedies continue to happen. And there's a story like his in almost every single community across this country because this this continues to happen. And it pisses me off that we continue to do it and nothing is done. Nothing is done. About anything. About anything. About anything. Whether whether it is in in the political realm and whether it's common sense gun laws or whether it is actually talking about people. Yeah. Talking about people and the people that are affected by it and the and the people that are affected that lead to the actions and, and the people that are that are carrying out these heinous crimes. We have to start talking about it All, and being and open not brushing, with it. not brushing it under the rug when, when something like this happens. It's saber-rattling about gun control. It's saber-rattling about mental health, and then we just move on. 
And we forget about it. Well, and that's what it's all going to be is, oh, we have to address mental health in this country and blah, blah, blah. And that, but it's never just T's and P's and mental health. And it just, you're right. Something does need to be done. But somehow we still have so many states that want to make it easier for so many more people to go out and not only buy but carry a gun somewhere where it doesn't need to be carried. It, it Sorry, that's my gun control thing. It, well, it's mind-boggling. The amount of police and military personnel that were there, it didn't stop yeah. it, right? Right. But we don't. It doesn't just have to be about that because there are several responsible gun owners. There's millions of responsible gun owners in this country. It's a staggering majority, but yes, staggering it, majority. Yeah, but it, but it takes it, again. It's just one, and that's the thing. And that that is it. That is it. And it. it this is too many of these instances that we've had time and time again and you can the the thoughts and prayers are great but what have they done what what have they done to curb any of this yeah and that's where we need to have honest and open conversations about what is happening in our country because there's people that are dying literally losing their lives and that's at parades for a super bowl at schools at going to school going to the mall there's a, I just saw another report that there's a shooting in Palm Beach, Florida at a mall. Like, this is something we can't ignore anymore. And it starts, it doesn't start on a sports radio show in Portland. Where it starts is in your own homes and in talking about whether it is mental health or what, you know, whether what's whatever side of gun control you are on, whether it's you want to talk about responsible gun ownership and usage, or you want to talk about what those common sense gun laws are. I, I like, I'm not a politician. I'm not here to, to pass any legislation right now, but we need to start figuring out the core of what is going on. And that starts with the human beings, the ones that, are being affected by these situations and the ones that are carrying them out. And these conversations need to happen at home with wherever we are and the people that we are around and the people that you can affect because that's how change starts. It starts in small groups and then you can get to a point where we have the masses if we all have a, uh, these conversations, they're uncomfortable and they're not fun to have. No. They're not fun to have. But we got to have them. And if there's one damn thing you should do, it's squeeze the people tight around you. That's for damn sure. All right. 503-864-6326. That's a Vancouver Ford text line. Um, let's talk some sports, shall we? <clears throat> Maybe. Let's do it. Whew. All right. Hour number two next on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.